Technically Iowa is a podcast highlighting innovators and leaders across the state of Iowa. It's hosted by the Technology Association of Iowa, an organization that serves as the uniting force for Iowa's technology community. Visit technologyiowa.org to learn more about how to get involved. My name is Beth Trejo, and I'll be your host for today's show. Today we have with us Clayton Mooney. He is the co-founder and CEO of Nebulon in Ames. Clayton, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Beth. So Clayton, I had a chance to look at your website a little before this episode, and I am so interested and fascinated about your company. Why don't you start out, tell us a little bit about your business and um, maybe a background on yourself as well. Yeah. So at the core of Nebulum, what we do is we build indoor farming equipment with a faster payback. And that's because indoor farming as an industry is pretty antiquated. So the growing equipment you see in greenhouses and warehouse space, it really comes down to uh, producing smaller amounts of food per square foot. And most of these indoor farms have not implemented software. So labor practices and day-to-day labor required to be on site is really high. So the average indoor farm takes several years, upwards of seven years, to actually reach profitability. And at Nebulum, we're providing an out-of-the-box, plug-and-play piece of equipment that produces more food per square foot and requires less labor because on the back end, our software acts as the on-site horticulturalist, so we can grow plants year-round with our equipment. Awesome. So do you guys provide kind of the infrastructure and technology and then other, your customers would be those people that actually want to farm and harvest and or resell the produce? Right, right. Yep. So we provide the, the growing technology to the existing or new launching indoor farm. So they have the building in place and we provide everything else. Cool. How much of this is happening in Iowa in terms of these indoor farming? I think the the concept is fascinating. I love the fact that, you know, even with harsh winters, we can have fresh local produce all year round. Tell me what you're seeing across the state um, and even in the Midwest about how farming is changing and, and where indoor plays a part. Yeah. So as far as Iowa and the Midwest goes, most indoor farms you'd be familiar with would be greenhouses. So during the winter months, keeping the heating up and going, a lot of those greenhouses shut down for the season. As far as I'm aware of right now, the Nebula model farm is the only vertical farm in the state. But when we look at the U.S. as a whole, there's over 40,000 indoor farms. And that's everything from hothouses to greenhouses to more modernized vertical farms. We're really excited to see that the square footage is approaching 1.5 billion square feet. So it's a very fast-moving industry. And how did you get into this? Are you a technologist or are you kind of a sales marketing? What's your background? Yeah, so a little bit on my my educational background. I started a couple of degrees, uh, business economics and global resource systems that I did not finish. Uh, I actually left Iowa State University uh, a little over 10 years ago to pursue a career in online poker full time. Uh, wow. So online poker, I, I treated like a business, uh, you know, as far as the tournaments go, trying to aim for a re- certain return on investments, coaching other players and investing in other players. But at the end of the day, I really look at online poker prepared me for the startup world because of calculated risk and thinking in terms of expected value. But in every venture I've co-founded, I have been the non-technical co-founder. So did you just see a need for the, like, how did you make the jump from kind of the poker world? I can definitely see the parallels, but what, how, what led you to indoor farming? 
Yeah, so every every startup I've, I've co-founded, so between Kinosol and Nebulum, uh, it really comes down to, I would say, agriculture is in my blood. I grew up on a small family farm in southeast Iowa. And when you think of big problems to solve, there are a lot of problems in, in food in general, whether it's, it's food waste or uh, supply chains and the consistency year-round. Uh, one of the biggest driving factors for Nebulum and problem solving with, with our company here in Ames really comes down to the antiquated industry and knowing that technology such as you know software that automates the seeding, transplanting, harvesting, lighting, and irrigation, there's a big need for that. And we're going after a big market. And at the end of the day, I'm really excited to test various business models and then bring in the team members that Danan, our co-founder and chief technology officer, and Mahmood, our co-founder and chief software architect, need. Awesome. So do you have a different type of a customer um, especially since there's technology is such a huge component of what you guys do as, let's say, opposed to a traditional family farm? Or um, are you looking for someone that is very technology-driven um, as a customer? Tell me about that. Yeah, throughout 2020, we're really focused on partnering with indoor farms who are already up and going, and they have a strong customer base, and the demand is there, so they're expanding operations. Because we come in, provide them with the growing equipment that produces more food per square foot, and we're really their back-end tech support and their partner. So we're, we're searching for revenue-sharing models. And right now, a couple of partner farms uh, who are in the pipeline, one is located in Colorado, the other is located in Japan. Uh, but the Colorado one is, is the closest one for us. As we get further into development and launching our products, we want to provide that out-of-the-box, plug-and-play solution to new and expanding indoor farms. Because we see owners and operators in the future being people with no backgrounds in agriculture. And we want to make sure that if they see the need closer to an urban or city center, then it really comes down to us providing that solution, being their back in support, and anyone can own and operate their own indoor farm. That's awesome. I really like that. I think you guys got, um, obviously, a lot of things going for you. Tell me about your team. How many people um, are working with you? Are you all spread out? Are you all located in, in Ames? Yeah, so our team hovers right around 10, with about uh, half being full-time. Uh, almost everyone is located between Des Moines and Ames. Uh, Mahmood is located in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, cool. And um, I understand that you've had um, an opportunity to live in multiple places, Colorado, Ireland, I think. Um, what mm -hmm. made you come back to Iowa and really want to get involved in the technology scene? Yeah. So, you know, Colorado really taught me, uh, that's where I, I jumped more into the corporate space. So I was a marketing and technical writer for a Fortune 500 company. And that taught me that cubicle city uh, or cubicle life wasn't really for me. And then in Ireland, I was there on a one-year holiday visa, uh, traveling for the European poker tour and having Dublin as my home base about three weeks out of every month. And what really led me to being interested in just technology in general and, and tech startups came from some poker players who had turned into angel investors. And they were telling me that startup space was more fast paced than playing 40 tables of online poker at once, which I was used to. So I was intrigued, but didn't really have any business ideas or company ideas at the time. Uh, but then I wanted to stay, uh, extend my stay in Ireland. And I was asked very nicely to leave the country after my visa had expired and I wouldn't <laughs> extend it. So I found myself back in Iowa and in Ames, and I started just asking around of anyone working on early stage startups, uh, what problems they were solving. I kind of uh, leaned towards the food and ag space, 
And that's actually how the genesis of uh, my first company that I co-founded, Kinosol, came about. Uh, there's a, a group in Ames working on a larger business plan competition that was sponsored by Syngenta and Microsoft. And we, we put our heads down, got to work, made it to the finals, and then had some traction. And ever since then, I've been in the, the startup space. That's awesome. And where do you see things moving in Iowa's tech space? Um, obviously, there's been a lot of changes in the last several years, but where do you see it going? I see you know, more collaboration between the pockets such as you know, Ames, Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Iowa City. Uh, and I think we'll see a lot of the areas kind of double down their focus on their strengths. So I know here in the Iowa State University Research Park where Nebulum is housed, you know, it really comes down to there's just a lot of food and ag tech ventures going on. And a lot of us are starting to meet up more, collaborate more, talk through some of our pain points because we've, we've realized that a lot of us are going through similar situations and problems. And have you always been um, super passionate about community and helping other people just as much as you are helping your company grow? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, it's just a, a personal opinion of mine that full-time founders need to also be community builders. And I'll kind of echo a little bit around uh, the book Startup Communities by Brad Feld. I read it several years ago and it didn't really hit me until I, I read it more recently. And I do believe that startup communities need to be led by the founders. And what's really exciting to me is to see other founders in the area kind of stepping up and helping, whether it's mentoring earlier stage companies or just setting up events where we can actually get there and talk through our problems uh, with our peers. Because I think, you know, most of us go through the, the ups and downs or the roller coaster ride. And a lot of times when we're going through a down, we kind of feel like we're on an island and no one is around to help. Oh, yes, I can 100 uh, percent echo that. It's it. Um, I think sometimes starting a company looks very glamorous on the outside, but for anybody that's ever done it, it can be lonely at times. It can be thrilling. It can be all the things. So if you have somebody to bounce those ideas off of, I think that you're definitely well on your way to success. Absolutely. All right. Um, one quick question for you. If you could summarize or pick out one piece of critical advice that really resonated with you that you could share with the audience, what would that be? Yeah, for me, it, it kind of comes down to a couple of mentors I've had. And, and kind of what really stuck out to me, uh, you know, in a certain moment with a quote. So there's, there's two, if I can share both, sure. that's okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, you know, the first comes from Kevin Kimley, who is the director of the Ag Entrepreneurship Initiative and Ag Startup Engine here in Ames. I remember, you know, almost five years ago, he told me, uh, the band name stays the same, but band members change. And, you know, at the time, it didn't really hit home until I realized life happens. So a lot of times co-founding a company, uh, your co-founders, life happens, people go different directions. You know, as long as you are focused on solving the problem that your venture has, you know, it takes the team to get there, but the, the team will definitely change and that's okay. That's something to be accepting of. And the other that comes to mind is uh, from Owen Costello, co-founder of Startup Ireland. Uh, pretty early on when I was over back in Ireland, uh, after I'd been able to return, I was helping map out the startup ecosystem with a small group there. And one day he mentioned startups survive off of self-starters. And that has really stuck with me as far as hiring goes when it comes to having a small team. You know, can we make sure that team members are self-starters? Uh, that, that quote really, really sticks in my mind at several, several times throughout each year, it seems like. Wow, those are great. Those are brand new ones we haven't had on, on the show. So I appreciate you sharing those. If people want to find out more about your business, where can they go and learn about you or what your company has to offer? 
Yeah, so uh, because we, we created the word, we got the domain name, so nebulum.com, N-E-B-U-L-L-A-M, and we are at Nebulum across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And we're also happy to host people for tours of our indoor farm we're building out here in Ames in the Iowa State University Research Park. Oh, that would be exciting. Thank you for offering that up. Of course. All right. Well, thank you so much, Clayton, for joining us today. And um, we wish you the best. Thank you very much for having me. The TAI Technically Iowa podcast is sponsored by the Iowa Economic Development Authority, or IEDA. Our state has the second lowest cost of doing business in the country. Let IEDA help you get started at iowaeda.com.